1: I want to get to this right off the top this afternoon. As you heard in the newscast, Canada's military ombudsman says enough is enough. Greg Lick didn't pull any punches in releasing a hard-hitting report this morning. He is demanding the federal government immediately grant his office true independence and oversight powers of the Canadian Armed Forces. Lick says there has been decades of reviews recommending the move and promises being made but never fulfilled. He says if independent oversight isn't established now service members will continue to suffer he says the current reporting relationship does not work and lick accused uh, political leaders of turning a blind eye to his office's recommendations
2: i believe that the strengthening of our office's mandate is an indispensable part of the solution over the past 23 years time and again the office of the national defense and canadian armed forces ombudsman has told the minister of national defense the Government of Canada, and the Canadian people that are reporting a relationship which is directly to the Minister does not work. When leaders turn a blind eye to our recommendations and concerns in order to advance political interests and their own self-preservation or career advancement, it is the members of the Defence Community that suffer these consequences.
1: Global National Online Political Reporter Amanda Conley joining me this afternoon. Amanda, boy, oh boy, first off, thanks for making the time. I sure appreciate it. Boy, what did you what did you make of the tough talk in this report? I've never, I don't think I've ever actually seen anything like this uh, come from an ombudsman on the military uh, in my uh, 30 years of being in this business.
0: Yeah, you know what, I think what you call this is scathing. This this is a indictment of the way that the government and the military have been handling this issue, not just now in the kind of recent five months here where we've seen the spotlight on this because of reporting from, from Global News and from others, but really dating back, as, as Lick was saying there, for 25, 30 years where where this has been documented um, as an issue for the military. And, and really what he's getting at here is what so much of this recent conversation has been about, is that lack of... Of attention being paid to serious allegations it's that lack of independence from the chain of command and being able to actually get things done to probe these allegations and the complaints that come forward and so th- this really is a blistering review of, of what's been done so far and really an urgent call for change right now
1: Amanda we've heard these calls for change especially when it comes to independent oversight for a long time what is the holdup
0: you know, I, I asked that to like, I sat down with him this afternoon or I should say via zoom. Of course we weren't actually in person, but um, I asked him that and said, why, "Why, why do you think that it's taken so long to have conversations around this? And his answer was effectively twofold. First of all, Going back to when these conversations were first starting 20, 30 years ago, he said a lot of it was fear. It was fear around how um, greater oversight from civilians would, would affect the military chain of command, the control structure within there. That, he was saying, has has lessened somewhat in, in recent years. But really, there's still this this fear um, and concern about what will happen if you shine the light too closely on some of these issues. And that we know from uh, reporting over the last couple of months, the closer you look, you realize just how much there is beneath the, the surface here. And, and it really only seems to expose more the, the, the longer and, and the, um, the closer we look at this.
1: Uh, there were some tough, minis- uh, tough words for the defence minister today and we know the defence minister has been um, just uh, under fire for the past number of months uh, given what has been going on. Tell us, tell us about uh, those tough words for the, uh, for the defence minister and the accusations he levelled uh, at him. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, what, what he was saying is that the um, he called it erratic behavior of leadership, saying that this defies common sense or reason. Uh, and, and in Lick's words, the concept of ministerial accountability has been absent here. This really is, again, a, a damning picture of what the, uh, what the government is doing here in the sense that we, and again, we, we've seen these criticisms of this, the defense minister previously. He's been facing calls for him to resign or be removed if he's unwilling to resign for months now um, has not done so the government has said that they are not going to act to remove him from this role despite the fact that we've heard repeatedly from people in the defense community that they have lost effectively all trust in him to actually get the job done and reform some of these systemic issues because of how long this has been going on, and because of the fact that the government has for years taken the decision not to fully implement the recommendations from that that uh, landmark 2015 report that first urged the creation of an independent reporting system here, saying that these, this has to be able to be done outside of the chain of command. The government has not done that.
1: Amanda Connolly joining me this afternoon. Uh, the Prime Minister saying, uh, well, he, he really kind of sidestepped, sidestepped uh, directly answering uh, any questions about the report, but he did say that they would look at the report carefully and said the government would be making significant changes soon. What does that mean?
0: That really is the big question right now. Again, we've heard from the government that they are looking into having an independent system for compl- for um, uh, allegations in the military set up. They had launched an independent external review uh, aimed at doing this. But again, the timeline for that review is up to a year. And so a lot of the criticism here has been, are you really going to wait a year to start acting on some of these recommendations and making these concrete changes? We did hear today in a statement just, just uh, very shortly ago here from Lieutenant General Jenny Carignan in the military saying that they are going to be reviewing the complaint system to look for ways to make it more efficient and more uh, adapted to victims' needs. We don't know yet what exactly that means, if she's referring more broadly to um, all kind of complaints and allegations within the military or if she's talking specifically about what uh lick was raising in 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 in, um his his comments which really is getting to the the grievance process and uh the the kind of handling of complaints that comes through his office here so still some, some questions to be answered on that but again we're certainly hearing some uh some responses from the military on this highlighting the fact that they say they are going to act but what that looks like we don't know
1: yeah. Before I let you go, Amanda, you know there's a speculation that uh, an election is just around the corner. The speculation on that front continues to grow. That the House of Commons set to break uh, for the summer tomorrow. What happens to the re- to these reviews? What happens to this work that is that is being done that is that is underway to address um, these issues and and the reports and the reviews? Do they just get lost? Like, do they just stop? What happens?
0: Well, that's a really a really good question. It's one that I, I had actually thought and wondered about when when the, this review was first announced. I did ask the government that, and they said no. Th- this report is fully indep. This review, pardon me, is fully uh, independent of the session of Parliament of government. It continues even if there is a campaign. It continues while there's a campaign going on. Um, again, this is really going on um, external to any operations of the government. Uh, Madame Arbour has her own office set up to do this, uh, and and that really will be continued continuing no matter whether we are looking heading into a campaign over the summer or the fall or, or what. Um, and again we're watching for that timeline on on any interim reports, for example, that could come up as well as that final final framework as well.
1: Amanda Conley joining me from Ottawa this afternoon. Always appreciate your time. Thanks for this this afternoon. Thank you. You betcha. Amanda Connolly, she is Global National's online political reporter. Again, uh, Canada's military ombudsman just taking shots at the defence minister, at the way the government has handled this, about senior military leaders, other leaders about what has been done or what hasn't been done Over the past number of years, uh, he also, um, as I mentioned, blasted the defense minister saying that the concept of ministerial accountability has been absent, as you heard Amanda say. Uh, And he said the allies who are both out to do us harm and who are watching from afar otherwise are watching this unfold. And he said this could and will continue to have negative impact on recruitment and retention.
2: In the four months since the most recent outbreak of multiple accusations of sexual misconduct, the actions of the Minister of National Defence, senior government and military officials have bitterly proved this point. The erratic behaviour of leadership defies common sense or reason. The concept of ministerial accountability has been absent. Our allies are watching these events unfold in real time. Worse, those who are out to do us harm are also watching. The negative impacts of this crisis on recruitment and retention and on those directly implicated in these misconduct situations within the Canadian Armed Forces, risk-threatening national security. Action must be taken now.
1: So the Prime Minister did comment on this, not really directly, but did say that change was going to be happening soon.